0: I'm Ann, and I'm an herper. And I'm Casey. I have no idea what an erper is, but I want in. Join us on Why Not a Winona Erp Fangirl Podcast as I introduce Casey to my favorite show and find out if she has what it takes to be an herper. Hi, and welcome back to Why Not? A Winona Earp Fangirl Podcast. Hey, Casey. Hey, Ann. How you doing? I'm doing all
1: right. How are you doing? Good. How was this episode for you? Um, This was emotional, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I'm ready to go on to better, <laughs> bigger, and um, more exciting things that don't include doll stuff. More exciting
0: things? Why? Why, what wasn't exciting? I didn't want to cry anymore. I'm done with crying about dolls. Oh, what if you just have to cry about other things? For real? Well, I'm just saying like, you know, you have, we're barely touching on this,
1: this journey. We have this season and then we have next season. There's going to be more crying okay i can i'll be ready for more crying but does it ha- i don't want to do more funerals i don't want to do anything like that is there more of that don't tell me you're not gonna anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about this song okay <laughs> Um, I was wondering if I had noticed that and it was the first time it was played or if it had been played before and I blocked it out somehow. So is it the first time it was played?
0: Yeah, it was the first time it was Who played. was it? It's Jill Andrews still. But she, um, yeah, she was asked to record a sad, melancholy. Oh, I
1: was wondering
0: this episode. And it's actually a really good story um, that we tell on this Erper Life, the podcast in our music episode.
1: Oh, so you can't give us even a little idea.
0: Well, I can give you the idea, but basically it was Emily Andrus's idea. And she said in her evil way. What if we have Jill
1: re-record it and we make it sad? Oh. Well we're not gonna so hear she's it. It's the, it's sp- the only sp- time sp- that we're gonna hear it. No, nope. it'll come <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a spoiler. You're very welcome. That it uh, but it, it's a good story. It was recorded. Um, they asked Jill to re record it. Um, in this melancholy way, and she had like less than twenty four hours to do it, and she really did it and delivered this amazing song. Nice yeah, did it hit you in the feels? It did. I was like, oh, yeah.
1: I was wondering if that's why it was too, because of the funeral. Because you told me that there's going to be a funeral, so I knew that there's going to be a funeral. So I thought to myself, yeah. I wonder if it's for the funeral. <laughs> and I was right. What what episode are we on? we are on season three episode three called colder weather and it was written by emily andres directed by rob murphy it aired august 3rd 2018 and colder weather is a song by the zach brown band oh i don't even know who that is (laughs) and it's country
2: like you always tell me
1: every single time i'm sure it's country
0: I know it's country. I just I don't,
1: I don't that know that band. Country. Actually, is a really fun like beer drinking, margarita drinking by the ocean fun band. Like you, was oh, like, like uh,
0: like the Jimmy Buffett of country. Yeah,
1: how did you know? See, you do know them I'm I don't know, but liar. the
0: way you described it was just magical. So really? I just figured
1: it out. Run- runners mm-hmm. at docks. Um, Oh, no, what is that place? Doc Something's Bar in St. Pete Beach. We had a few few rum runners and some Zach Brown Band playing in the background there. See, mm-hmm. that sounds like my kind of time. So we um,
0: we open with Winona drinking in the woods, and uh, she's a hot mess. Yes, she is. She's a hot mess, but she is wearing a gorgeous buffalo plaid coat, and I was like, I want that coat. Well. We should come back to Wisconsin. Oh, it sounded like Bobo there. I like your coat. I want that
1: <laughs> Come back to Wisconsin. And you can
0: have the coat. Uh, I actually was looking through old photos, and I found a coat that I was wearing that looks somewhat <laughs> similar to that coat. And I was like, hello, lesbian roots. There you are. <laughs> um, but anyway, so she's, she's a hot mess, and she's drinking and yelling. Uh, she's, like, egging on Bolshar, mm-hmm. just, like, yelling out for him, antagonizing him, hoping he'll show up. And um, – Hot and Waverly there within earshot and, and Waverly's worried that is actually going to come and she's like what's going to happen
1: if he actually shows up? Do you think that and, Winona knew that they were there or were they like there on the DL just kind of watching over her?
0: I don't know. I don't think she knew they were like babysitting her. I don't think so either. No. I think that makes it even cuter too. That they're just like always looking out for her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because she always seems she always seems to think she's very lone wolfy and doesn't really seem to think that she has like, she talks about her team, but I think she always kind of feels like it's her on her own. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: This is her burden to bear. Um, But so they're within earshot and Waverly's worried that Bolshar will will actually show up and hot's like, you know, give her some time. Uh, And if he does show up, my money's on the drunk with peacemaker. And Nicole's just so level-headed. Like I want her on my side as like this rock when shit starts to hit the fan. Right? She's she's brave. She's loyal, and she's probably really great in at being a good person. Oh, so you're gonna No, Some my person. mind went off there. Uh, and <laughs> um, but then Hot notices that someone's coming, and she and Waves take off toward her with their guns ablazing, and it's a rev. And he's taunting Winona about how um, the revs finally got one of her men, and she's so drunk that when she um, tries to take a swing at the guy, she misses and falls down. Yeah. And when she tries to shoot at him, didn't it look like Peacemaker glowed blue? It did mm-hmm.
1: did it? Yeah, it did. That's why I was kind of like,
0: "What? I don't, I don't get that." Like, I rewound a couple times. I'm like, "Is it blue or is it just not orange?" Like, I no, it looked blue. But why? I don't know. Why? Because he's a red. Right? Are you going to tell me why? So, no, I don't know. I'm just, I'm literally just noticing this. That's why I watched it like four times. Um, And she's too, she says she's too tired to kill him. And then Waverly swoops in and says, well, that makes one of us. And then she shoots and hot yells, you better run. And it turns out, uh, as Waynona says, you shot him right in the dick. That was really sweet. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So Waves got him right in the nads. And, um, Waverly doesn't want anyone else to be alone for a while. And Hot says, until we say goodbye. And Wynona says, I don't know how I'm going to put dolls in the ground. Mm. And that's when the sad, sad song plays. Yeah, I even put new theme music or have I never noticed it before? <laughs> and Kevin wanted to know if that acoustic bro- uh, version broke you like it did everyone else. I,
1: I noticed it and it was like, you know, I it got me in the mood. It didn't break me the song at the end. Right. I think if this song would have played when the funeral
0: part was, it would definitely like
1: if you pair it that yeah. way. Plus as a newbie I didn't know exactly, like I was kind of guessing or I, you know, it was like, yeah, okay, this is probably because of the funeral, but it could just be the new theme music. I don't know. So, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so now we're back at Shorties and we're always calling it Shorties, right? It's always Shorties. It hasn't changed its name because it's Doc's.
0: Oh, yeah, it's still, it's still shorties. shorties. Okay. I mean, we even called it shorties when it was Bobo's. I don't think, did he even change it to Bobo's? I don't know. Did he?
1: Probably not. I don't know. I don't remember. He wasn't, in, he wasn't the um, owner for that long. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we're at shorties, and so's Doc, and so's Tessa. And she's looking through some tarot cards. Um, if you remember her, she's the one, f- the vampire from the bus that had mm-hmm. him tied up on a stripper pole. And um, she's drawing cards that they have to do with dolls. And she says that she can tell Doc where dolls is gone. And he does not want to hear it. He knows that he was a good man and he knows that he's now at peace. And he says that the hero that's hurting is the one that took down Contessa's vampire kin. And that is the person who needs his help. And, of course, he's talking about Winona. Um, so she says that Winona loved dolls, and Doc shouldn't waste his time on in being in competition with a ghost. And Doc gets all shades of pissy and tells her to get out. Um, mm-hmm. And then he kind of like stops, and he's like, she he asks her what she wants from him, and she says, "I just want you to say my name." But if not that, can I meet your friends? And Doc's like, "Uh, no." And she leaves and says, um, we always did have terrible timing, and Doc says, no, we were just terrible. And I still didn't know at this point, what the hell is her deal? We don't. No, we didn't, did we? Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like some weird friendship. Somebody from the past, who knows? I don't know. Right? He's got these, these layers, and we don't know his history. He's
0: got a long history we don't know about. He's an old guy. And uh, then we're back at the homestead. And Hot and Waverly are sitting with some dude making funeral arrangements for dolls and looking at casket options. And then Waverly thinks it's, um, it's just it's silly to pay this much for something that he'll never see, which I agree with. Don't even get me started on the funeral industry. I have strong opinions. Um,
1: really? No let's
0: talk learned, about it. No, I learned so much when I had to take care of my mom's stuff.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: What a racket. No disrespect to anyone in the funeral industry, but it's a racket. It's a business. You know, It's you don't a want business.
1: To think about it as a business because it's like humanitarian, but it's not. It's a business.
0: Yeah. And well, you probably knew this, but did you know you can cut out the middleman and go straight to crema- cremation? Yes,
1: not a lot of people know that.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I do my research, right? <laughs> but yeah, you don't have to go through a funeral home. You can go like straight to cremation. Mm-hmm. Crazy. There you go, everybody. <laughs> the things you learn on this podcast. It's educational and uplifting. And it's so uplifting. It's a feel-good, feel good, feel good show. Is. Let's
1: talk more about cre- the cremation process. Oh
0: <laughs> 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 uh, so um so, yeah. So, well, you said, let's talk about it. Let's get into <laughs> it. Uh, so anyway, hot says, yeah, I'm not having a casket and Waverly shocked. Uh, and the man's like, well, it is good to to have a plan and you should really talk to your husbands about it. And then hot gets all like, um, no. And then takes Waverly's hand and kisses it and says, yeah, that's right, baby. It's so important while making direct eye contact with the dude. Um, so I think she really put him in this place. Mm-hmm. And um really asked nicole what she wants when she dies and she says she wants a sky funeral uh which is also a really good name of a fanfic by boots and cats but it's a lot so don't go straight to that if you start reading fanfic because it is a lot are you telling me or just people in general it's just in general this is a word of warning to everyone it's good but it's a lot um And they put your corpse on a scaffold in the middle of the wilderness, which attracts crows and magpies and vultures, and they devour you piece by piece. And eventually they dispatch your remains back over the land, which is a pretty way
1: of saying they poop you back out. Which I didn't even realize that until later on. I thought they just choose like they were like. I <laughs> oh got a little hot fur ball. Exactly <laughs> what I thought. i'm like, you spit it out. That's
0: weird. <laughs> spit hot spotty pick Oh, mercy. Um, and Waverly's face is so supported yet supportive yet disgusted at the very same time. And she's like, Wow, that's um very graphic. And the guy says, Yeah, and ecologically conscious. Um but then Waverly goes on to say that she guesses she'll just be buried with Willa and dad at the at the homestead or the plot. And the dude's like, mm, this is awkward, but Ward only purchased two additional spaces besides his and Willa's and they're earmarked for your mom and Wynonna. And then Winona walks in and sees like all the pamphlets and brochures and she's like, yeah, I can't do this. Um, and then Waverly chases after her and is saying like, you know, they're saying that they have no idea what dolls would have wanted. Waverly says, you know, well, you were his best friend and these decisions are important. And Wynona's like, well, he's dead. So, I mean, we have plenty of time to figure
1: it out, which, yeah, he's not going anywhere, right? Um, didn't you think though, so, yeah, like when like, she, she said, well, you were his best friend. Wendona was like, ouch, like that's it. That's all I was was his freaking best friend. Screw you. Did you get that? No, I didn't. Oh never mind you did (laughs) yeah i sure did i in fact wrote several sentences about it But let's go on then no it's fine it's fine we're fine so now we're in the middle of nowhere or it seems to be but i'm gonna guess we're somewhere near the homestead because she it didn't take very long for her to get there though there is no time what cut that out (laughs) (laughs) what are you trying to say it didn't take very long for her to get there who the fuck do I know I don't know if it took her long to get there it's tv <laughs> oh god what is my problem it was just like
0: two seconds boom <laughs> shake hyper drove <laughs> it up that hill
1: so anyway Wynona is out in the back of somewhere <laughs> shooting cans no wait got that i just have she's in a snowy field oh good i'm okay, giving
0: you <laughs> she's probably on the homestead somewhere but i don't know where the fuck she is okay
1: so undisclosed location <laughs> okay so I know's back in the middle of a snow <laughs> where she's drinking and shooting some cans and then doc walks up to her and makes a comment about her footing and how he, she's like hitting her left foot or something like that or sticking her left foot and she said, Oh, she just happened to step in a frozen cow patty and now she's stuck. Um, and she knows she has to face the facts that, you know, she's done this all before with Daddy and Shorty and Willa twice. But this right, one, about yeah, that. this one really sucks and um she still's not understanding what happened out there. And Doc said that he died to save them. And Winona goes in for this big comfy hug. I just noticed that it was like this squishy hug. It was so I just was like, oh, that would be the best hug. And Doc mentions that um, he goes, sometimes you get, and sometimes you get got, which, mm-hmm. sure, had really.
0: He says, oh, love, and he's, like, all teary-eyed. He's just so sweet. Yeah,
1: and then he goes on about how he starts telling a story about back in his day, and then Winona, like, does a hard eye roll, and she's like, oh, God, not this again, you know, kind of a thing. Right,
0: not your old-timey stories again.
1: haven't I suffered enough? And then he went on to say something about how gunslingers that died with their boots on were buried on Boot Hill. And then he goes on to tell a story about a guy in a cactus, and then something (laughs) about Other things about how what they did for people who died, and um, something, something. And um, then Winona, like, kind of put a kibosh on that moment by saying, We have to get Bolshar. And Doc mentions that they need to do right by dolls first. And Winona says that dolls was from Arizona. Did you know that? But he chose his family, and we're his family, the poor assholes. So, um, or the poor asshole, not assholes. <laughs> um and then they go in for more comfy hugs which is the sweetest i think but it's obvious now that winona is doing everything she can to not talk about the funeral not figure out what's going to happen not make any plans just kind of avoid it in her own way right she'd rather
0: just fight and drink and they're like you know what we can put a pause on hunting bolshar it's it's all about dolls right now yep, exactly and then uh We see a quick scene where a bus pulls over, and we see a mystery hand. We don't know what that's about. Right, another fucking bus. Like, come on, Jesus! Like more vampires. Right, and the bus
1: stop was hilarious. It was like a park bench in the middle of a snow, snow road. Right, you just pull the thing, and like they'll pull over anywhere. (laughs) That was so bizarre. Like it's just a just a bus stop, um, sign and a park bench right in the middle of the plowed road. Yeah.
0: Why didn't he just get dropped off in downtown purgatory at Shorty's? Um, I know. And then we're back at the homestead and they're making wake arrangements and Waverly thinks it's inappropriate and disrespectful. And Doc says it is necessary that when a man dies, he should be celebrated. And um, Waverly doesn't think that uh, she, she mentions that dolls didn't even drink and Nicole says, "But we need to," and she thinks that Doc, you know, she's agreeing with Doc and saying that awake would be nice. And so then Waverly agrees to make sandwiches, and goes on to list a million sandwich types that she's going to make. And Hot's like, mm, "He had five friends. Chill out with the fucking sandwiches already." <laughs> I mean, not in so many words. Um, and then Waverly just gets the inappropriate giggles, which is somehow is the way some people cope. Which I will not mention any names.
1: And then Doc says, now who's inappropriate? I mean, <laughs> so it she's was okay, got the inappropriate It giggles. was like more than inappropriate giggles, though. It was like this weird, like wiggly, giggly. <laughs> I thought to myself for a second, did some did the guy that came off the bus with the tattoo like somehow put a spell on her or something? It was so weird. You thought she got possessed yeah, or something. It was something? just a really weird thing. It was more
0: than just like, I think Mm -hmm. like even she was surprised at how she was reacting. Like, cause she was like, oh my God, why am I laughing? This is not like I shouldn't be laughing. That's true. Um, but also, like the last time somebody died, she was little,
2: right?
0: Like, she doesn't know how she reacts to grief at this point in her life. So it's just kind of surprising her. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah, maybe she apologizes and says, oh, maybe I should be more like you, rigid and unfeeling when our friends in the morgue and the big dead guy who killed him is still out there. And then Doc, like, knocks a glass off the table and shocks everyone. And he's like, is that enough feeling for you? Yeah, and, yeah I got a little scary. And then he leaves saying um, he'll make sure there's enough booze at Shorty's for everyone and leaves. Um, and Winona's numb. And she just says with like no emotion on her face what do we do now hot which it's just like kind of sweet and sad all at the same time where she's again you know, looking to Nicole to be this shelter for all of them mm-hmm. um and it's like in this whole episode it's like she turns to hot for guidance and in the gentlest. most vulnerable of ways and I think again like like someone like Winona, who's very I'll do it myself Mm -hmm. um to to admit that she can't deal with this right now is is pretty big and then hot just slides over like no big deal take care of it um and we see that again later too like when they're at the beer taps and she has like that talk with her Mm -hmm. just like this and you're just starting to like see their relationship kind of grow Mm -hmm. Um, and hot just says, well, maybe we should go to his hotel room and find something for him to wear for the funeral. And it turns out that she had a key to his hotel because they had a professional kind of trust mm-hmm. as officers and Waverly makes some duty joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I meant, I noted, I don't know why. And then, um, as the Nicole and Waverly about to leave, Wynonna says that she doesn't even know where dolls is. And Nicole mentions that Jeremy's doing an autopsy, and Winona freaks out, and she's like, "What the fuck?" Um, and Nicole just like, "It's routine in these circumstances." And then Winona storms out, saying, "He is not cutting him up, no way." Um, and a Twitter uh, listener, uh, Cap Spoon, wants to know your thoughts on how grief and loss uh, were handled in this episode. I think it was pretty.
1: She oh, go ahead.
0: She thought it was is, was beautiful that the whole episode was basically dedicated to dolls, and that we got to see that each character kind of dealt with grief differently.
1: Yeah, definitely, I agree with that. And everybody does deal with it differently. Even down to Quinn, who we meet later, like the way he just reminisced and he wanted to talk about it and talk about, you know, all of the experiences that he had. And then there was like. You know, Wynona who couldn't deal. She didn't want to talk about it. She didn't want to do anything. And then Hot, who was the one, and Waverly, too, who were the action people. So they dealt with it by taking care of things and checking things off of lists, the making the sandwiches and doing the finding the clothes and all of those things. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was done really well, actually. You, Who are you in, in grief? Um, I'm the checkout I'm the
0: the, the list mm-hmm. Check off the tasks you need to do. Like stuff it down. Like we have, we have this to do. This to like let's get through all the steps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm the doer. Mm -hmm. I agree. What do you think you are? I'm. You're like you're a mixed bag. I was just gonna say
1: I'm the doer, but then like behind closed doors, I just completely lose it. You know. Yeah, I could easily sit in a coma for two hours and not do anything, but then shake it off and be like, okay, now we have these things to do. Let's go, you know, kind of.
0: Yeah, I think you're good. You're good because you're like a mixed bag where like you'll go through all of it. Mm -hmm. Like you'll eventually get to like the doing Mm -hmm. like in like a timely manner, Mm -hmm. but you'll still be like you're the compassionate one who will dole out the house. You'll be there for the other people. But you'll also like fall
1: apart for yourself, but you'll also get things done. You're the you are there for other people too. I need to make that clear. like through all of the things <laughs> and I did tweet about it, but I feel bad because people are like, you know, which is true. you are you are the person who's like, okay, let's move forward. We're gonna go. let's okay, here we are. this is done now. So let's forget this now. But um, through every single thing that I've had to deal with in my life, including, some heavy stuff you've been
0: we've done a funeral together yeah,
1: you've been there for me and you brought me Starbucks which I will never ever forget like that hit me hard I'm like, I brought you Starbucks mm-hmm. to the funeral? yeah you did is that appropriate? yes it was because you were oh. like I know you're super tired you need this and I thought immediately I'm like oh, she gets it like you get it you know that I was super tired and emotional and you were thinking of me I mean you had one for yourself too but <laughs> <laughs> Me, like what what well, would I did I bring you a cake pop too, or did I just have one for myself? <laughs> Not the cake pop, thankfully, because of the mold issues, but um <laughs> but yeah, you're you're really supportive and all that stuff. Super supportive. And a lot of like she's really supportive people. I, I know I can make fun of her when
0: I mask with humor is my <laughs> it's my jam. Um no, yeah, but thank you. You're welcome. No, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> it just
1: got serious, anymore. I don't know how to say it. Um, and then remember <laughs> that one time so when <laughs> you're like, hey, are you? and, uh, Okay, and then we're the basement of shorties. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: was this my turn or your turn, basement of
1: shorties? Um, that is. Uh my turn, maybe. So very <laughs> so okay, shorty's in the basement and doc, doc goes down there and he sees that there's been a break-in and they kind of trash the basement, but the only thing that he sees he sees is missing is banana liqueur. And he says it a couple times, banana liqueur. And I'm like, There's so much
0: banana liqueur in this show. I kind of just want to get some to taste there it. There
1: is. This isn't the only time that we've seen banana liqueur. I know they talk about it all the time. All the time. yeah it it comes up more too (laughs) maybe i'm imagining uh, i didn't i that's the first time i
0: remember them saying okay well make note because now you'll start to notice it i will this is gonna come up more and um so he just notices that i'm not saying it's my favorite character next to the g or the truck banana liqueur (laughs)
1: God, i was like are you fucking serious (laughs) so um he gets all pissed off because that's all they he thinks that's what they like hoisted was the banana liqueur (laughs) can i say banana liqueur one more time banana Banana liqueur liqueur. banana hammock (laughs) banana hammock liqueur and um but then he hears something upstairs so he goes up to find a a dude like looking in the beer cooler and doc pulls his gun and the dude pulls his gun and um doc asks if he's back for the (laughs) banana liqueur <laughs> <laughs> to which the guy is like well that's a generous but baffling offer and then he says that he just got off the bus and he'd actually like a beer instead but here they are in a standoff and then they go back and forth with the dude standoff talk and i got exhausted listening to it all a million times well, he so, says we
0: have ourselves a classic mexican, mexican standoff, standoff. Yeah. and the mystery man says yeah it's not pc to classify it as a mexican standoff and
1: it's not so that's why i was kind of leaving that out but thanks for bringing. Oh it well, up. if
0: somebody else <laughs> wrote it, I think it's okay to quote okay. it.
1: Um, <laughs> but then Doc explains that the bar is closed for a wake, and it, it turns out that that's why the guy is there is for um, Sergeant Xavier's wake. Is
0: right. Why couldn't he have just led with that? Like, hey, hi. <laughs> am I at the right place?
1: <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. Sorry so to bother you. Wake
0: for my friend.
1: Sorry that you had to pull out your gun on me.
0: <laughs> yeah i should have just knocked uh then we're back we're in dolls's hotel room and waverly makes a joke about <laughs> dolls uh lack of belonging saying that she's seen monks with more shit i just i always think it's so funny when waverly swears i don't know why um and nicole makes a comment about he was in how he was in a bucket i'm not saying that word uh go ahead try enigmatic did i say it right
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know how when you try when you try too hard then you can't at yeah. all that's a,
1: yeah.
0: yeah so she makes a comment about how he was an enigmatic dude uh-huh. i still don't even know if i'm saying that right and anyway waverly says and the cop you guys really got each other that's nice and then nicole starts talking about how he had a traumatic past and waverly waverly's like oh he did like with black badge <laughs> mm, he did didn't know And then Nicole starts to get like quiet and under her breath is kind of like, so he felt like he could help me with my own. And Waverly's like, "Hmm? what, Nicole, what happened? (laughs) Um, And then she goes on to say how uh, that she was just a kid and her parents were out of town as usual. And they said that she could go to a music festival with her aunt and uncle. And then Waverly starts to piece it together saying like, oh, you mean here in the Ghost River Triangle? And then Nicole sits down on the bed and goes on to say that there was an attack by a man in leather and there was so much screaming and so much blood. And then Waverly says, the demon at the cliff, bondage Bob, which is what I screwed up last week on.
1: <laughs> you did say bondage Bob, but I didn't do it. It's fine. I,
0: I was like, I, I I DM'd Kevin after that and I was like. Is, isn't bondage Bob, the guy that was with Bolshar, that's bondage Bob. Right. And he's like, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, okay, okay. I don't, I don't know why I'm like getting confused. No, this, you said the name, but because I was an episode ahead, yeah,
1: it's fine. Yeah.
0: Um, but so anyways, Nicole nods. And then she says that for years, her parents just said that everyone in the forest had died in a forest fire and that she had somehow escaped, but she had nightmares and they didn't make any sense. And the way we like, yeah, I, I've heard your nightmares. And then she says that last spring when widow Mercedes said his name Bolshar, it was like something went off in her head and that dolls helped her by getting her the files that Black Badge had been covering up for the, for all these years, mm-hmm. um, they called to the Bolshar and Nicole starts crying and we've never really seen Nicole cry before and talking about how she somehow got herself down to the river and then somebody saved her. And she breaks down saying that, she couldn't save dolls and then she blames herself because he was trying to help her. I don't know why she would blame herself for that. Um, And then she just wipes snot off her face and uh, says, but today's about dolls and we have a lot to do and just kind of bucks up buttercup. And then they find an envelope that says to Winona for when I'm gone Mm -hmm. from dolls. And um, again, like this is a, this is the only time in the whole episode where she like, shows any vulnerability and it's i think
1: it's like just because it's waverly everyone else she's like super strong with. absolutely and then um running into black badge and she's like put down your scalpel like kind of she's totally pissed off at jeremy and jeremy's like no 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 i'm not doing it i'm not doing an autopsy and he's saying that he doesn't have to do one because he knows how why dolls died and how he died um and so did he meaning like he knew that he was going to die and then we're back in the hotel room and then nicole says that like dolls knew he was going to die and then hot hot looks at what at waverly and um she goes did you do you think waverly
0: knew i was
1: wondering about that
0: because i'm like how would waverly
1: know how would she know? Her
0: face, her face when Nicole said that looked she was like,
1: guilty. Like, yeah, I did. A know. little guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: My guess is that, like, I'm thinking that maybe he had a tiny bit of time at the truck. Mm-hmm. That's exactly when he what I did that whole like, she's gonna need. Winona's gonna need yep. you, and she was like, now you're really scaring mm-hmm. me. Maybe he quickly told maybe. her.
1: And maybe that's why she was, when he died, remember he was, she was like, he's not breathing. Like, boom, right? it's done. Like, Like, he's he's gone. gone. Yeah, that's it. And she's so matter of fact about it. Yeah, it could be because I was, I was noticing that too. And I'm like, wait, when would he, when would he have said something? And I thought exactly that, like at the truck when they were walking and he was like leaning on her and, and all of that. Yeah. Mm
0: Because she for sure didn't know, like, like Jeremy knew ahead, ahead of time, Yeah, he knew the whole thing. That was, he knew the whole thing. But she didn't know anything Mm -hmm. at the truck because she was all freaking out. Mm -hmm. So my, my theory is that like, there was a split second where he was like, listen, I'm a goner. Like,
1: this is it. Yeah, I bet. Mm -hmm. And explains what he meant by the the last phrase that he said to her about how, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm Mm-hmm me you. we done yeah. there
0: um but then winona realizes that jeremy knew and didn't tell her mm-hmm. right she's all pissed and um he's like he didn't want me to tell anyone and she's like it's called loyalty jeremy look it up and i was like oh that would make a good t-shirt just saying loyal on it um And then he says that he was just respecting Dahls' wishes. And then she's like, I will never forgive. I mean, she is so pissed. And he's like, I get it. It's easier to blame me than a dead dragon. And she's like, how dare you? And then she tells him to pack up his science shit and get out that he doesn't get to be a part of this anymore.
1: Hey, you just said that about the t-shirt and loyal. Yeah, that was in a different episode. That's why you gave me the candle that said loyal. No, that was because it's uh, vanilla dipped. And
0: it was Loyal. But Loyal does come up a lot in the show. But the name of the candle was Loyal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You
1: trying to allude? To <laughs> because you just said that about a t-shirt that says Loyal. And I'm like, no, wait. The candle that you gave me was Loyal. We talked about Well, it. a t-shirt would be cool with the word Loyal on it, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, it would be.
0: Uh, so, <laughs> G-Bucks, Grace. Wants to know how you feel about how hard Winona was on Jeremy about keeping this secret.
1: Oh, I think she came down too hard on him. There, mm -mm. I'd be really, really pissed. I mean, saying that he should pack up and leave—I mean, that's pretty intense Mm -hmm. and kind of extra. But I would be just as pissed if I found out that somebody was keeping that from me.
0: Oh, hell yeah! That somebody knew somebody else was going to die and didn't tell you. Yeah, I mean that's a big secret to keep.
1: You wouldn't be able to
0: keep that? I wouldn't be (laughs) able to keep that for shit. No. No. I would. No. But that's... You would be able to keep that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure.
1: But do you want to know? But if... What do you mean? I would just know. I would... If I... Like, Jeremy, I wouldn't have told Winona. If... 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 Dolls told me, don't say anything... I'd be like, mm-hmm. fine, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything. Right. But would you, like, if you knew some, if you knew,
0: if you could know someone was going to die, would you want to know?
1: No. Mm-mm. I see I what you're meaning. I think
0: that would just make it worse. Yeah, no,
1: I wouldn't want to. I like, it was
0: like she was protected. Like, you wouldn't want to know because then you'd be all weird the rest of the right. time.
1: Yeah. Um. So now we're at Shorty's and the bus dude that we now know is named... Quinn and Doc are BFF, and the dude has Christmas lights tied around his wrists and um, Winona comes in and asks doll, Doc if he knew that dolls knew he was dying and Quinn pipes in and says that of course he knew he was dying. His body couldn't take it anymore. He's lucky that he lasted as long as he did and it was probably by sheer will. He never saw anyone eat so much kale by choice, which is funny because then we think about back in the Truck when he was eating a cheeseburger, <laughs> good one. So he was probably like, Fuck it, I'm not, I don't care anymore. I'm easy. He's like,
0: What's the point? I'm gonna die anywhere. It doesn't matter how much freaking kale I stuffed in my throat. Yeah, because he
1: said sometimes, just Oh my gosh,
0: I've never even put to it for real that she was so weirded out by his cheeseburger. I did, yeah, I just did that. You did that. I'm really proud of you. Thanks. That's like next level, orping.
1: Thanks. You want <laughs> anyway (laughs) so um quinn said that there's no way to save quinn said that there was no way to save him um and then uh that it was except unless they had the black badge serum and then he kind of wondered if anybody had any that was left yeah he's like nobody has nobody said anything um so then it just so happens that the rev, we see that the revs are the one who grabbed the vials that were in the um, refrigerator and um, that What's Your Face is working on. And they're shooting up in the middle of a diner, which I thought was mm-hmm. weird. Why there? But anyway.
0: Yeah, I think it was the same diner that that time jump happened in. I was looking, trying to look on the walls. Oh, maybe. I'm just assuming there's probably not a ton of dimers. Dime, dimers? Yeah, did, uh, they were in shorties. And Winona's talking to Quinn, and she's skeptical of him, right? Like, she's like, "How did you find us? What are you doing here?" And he talks about how somebody posted an ad in the back of Guns and Glory magazine, and they think it was Jeremy after Dolls died, um, as a request by Dolls and like instructions that he left. And it was in code and uh, something the squadron would use to let each other know about funerals without back ble- back why can't I talk today without black badge showing up and that most of the squadron are now dead. And he goes on, like, this is where we start to learn more about like what BBD has done yeah. with experimenting on them. Right. Mm-hmm. And he says that he, they would um, mix their genes with demon God knows what to turn them into super soldiers. And they didn't do it to Quinn because he was the wrong blood type and that's why he's still alive. And Dolls resisted BBd's modifications as much as he could, and he broke out of their facility six times in three months. And Winona asks why, you know, if Dolls knew he was he was dying, why wouldn't he go to a doctor or contact BBd? And Quinn says um, maybe he stuck around for you. And then doc agrees. That's why he stuck around for so long. And then when is was like, all right, fine, you can stay for the wake, but you better not try any funny business or she will fuck shit mm-hmm. up. Um, and he insists that he's there just to pay his respects. And then she cuts him free, but tells doc to really watch him. And doc's like, all right, he pulls his guns up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then we're back in the hotel with, um, Waverly and hot, ha- and they're trying to figure out how to get the envelope to Winona, And Waverly's kind of like up in arms because um and, and hot ha- questions her and she says, I'm sorry, it's taken me more than 10 minutes to digest what happened. Um, and she makes a comment that she thought that hot ha- was normal and mm-hmm. um then goes on to say that it's not a coincidence that she's back in the in the Black River Triangle and they're talking, and all of a sudden they're well, they're actually smooching. But they see somebody go across the window, and they're like, "What the fuck? They're three floors up." Um, so they run outside, and some um, they run into a woman, and she grabs Waverly's purse and says, "Call me Cataline." And then she runs off. And Hot was like, "Uh, that was pretty fast for a hot chick." Um, but holy shit, the letter was in that purse, and what are they going to do? And they're kind of standing around um, trying to figure out what they're going to do, and then. Um, you can see that the name is perking something in Waverly. Like that sounds familiar, but anyway. Yeah, because remember, Waverly's done like tons
0: of research on everything. Yeah, that's right. Like, if anything's gonna like spark an interest with names and stuff, it's it's gonna be with Waverly. And then they mentioned that they can't be late for the wake. Hmm. Um. So, what did you think about the whole? Like finding out this
1: backstory about Nicole. To be honest with you, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be really honest, and people are probably not going to like this. Oh. I felt like it was put together very quickly because Dolls put in his two week notice.
0: That she was a survivor of the cult of bullshit? Yeah. Why would that have to do with Dolls?
1: Because I feel like a storyline had to um be, be brought in because we're not gonna have dolls anymore because the actor put in his two-week notice. And mm-hmm. um Emily was like, Oh shit, now what are we gonna talk about? Oh wait, Nicole, she could have been part of the cult of Bolshar and um she could have been at this music festival and um there could have been this dude, like I don't know. I mean it's gonna be interesting to see how it all pans out obviously but I was like Mm -hmm. well this is out of left field Mm. because she was the normal one yeah she was like the
2: normal one you
0: just kind of stopped suspecting her of yeah of anything weirdness Uh gotcha gotcha um yeah I was surprised when I found that out I mean I started I mean it definitely you started to think something at the cult of Bolshar thing when she was all weirded out because she's never been weirded out before. Mm -hmm.
1: But I didn't I didn't think it was gonna be that. No. Um well and I think that there's probably a shit ton more that we're gonna be finding out about it. That's this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, we'll find some stuff out.
0: What do you think we're gonna find out?
1: Didn't I have something that I said that was gonna happen? What was it?
0: Yeah, was but I think marry... you were high. It was something she was gonna be back in the band. She's gonna marry she was... Bolshar.
1: You think I was high when we did that? <laughs> I <It> wasn't.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, so we're back at the morgue and Winona walks into the morgue and Nedley is sitting there. Hmm. And he's just saying that he was just keeping an eye on dolls in case somebody tried to mess yeah. with him. I know. And Wynonna says, well, you could have had Lonnie do it. And he's like, yeah, Lonnie's got, Lonnie got eaten by vampires. And she's like, oh, well, aren't, aren't I an asshole? <laughs> and uh he says that he used to think dolls was one too but um maybe protecting the world just requires some selfish selfishness and that uh she should go to the wake and not worry about him and uh she's sad and says she hasn't figured out what to do with his body yet and nedley's so sweet and he's like well it'll be here until you do yeah
1: he was super sweet during that i'm like he oh he's like sweet. The, he's like the dad or the you know like the it's just
0: like a father figure yeah. because none of them really have dads around no
1: and so he was doing the guarding so then we're at the wake and there's like a shit ton of sandwiches everywhere there's sandwiches and they're all on white bread which really was Troubling. I was just going to say,
0: it's like total wonder bread. Yeah. It was
1: very troubling.
0: <laughs> it was <laughs> like the shittiest of shit sandwiches yeah, remember, ever. right? <laughs> okay. I was like, oh. I don't know. Now I'm afraid of Waverly's cooking, yeah.
1: <laughs> but there's a shit ton of them, like a lot of them. And, um, we see everybody talking and laughing and telling stories and, you know, holding one another and really connecting emotionally and, um, over this during this week and Waverly corners doc and um she quotes some Kendrick Lamar and then doc confesses that the last conversation that he had was doll with dolls was that he said that they were destined for hell well and Waverly's like what the fuck why why would you do that and was kind of like okay anyway so I'm really really sorry about that but I need your help so um no but like doc is all like sad about this hell thing and she's
0: like partially listening to him and then she's like yeah yeah i'm so sorry that happened but i kind of need your help (laughs)
1: yeah and um she's like here now and dolls um she explains that dolls left a letter for winona and a sneaky but yes okay fine a total smoke show with the perfect purple pout's Snatched it and disappeared, and she called herself Cataline. And um, Dolls is like, yeah, all right, I know who that is, but um, let's keep it on the lowdown. And they kind of sneak out the bar. And um, then, meanwhile, Winona and Quinn are talking about the guys that have passed before Dolls and how he's affected by it all, and how he has to. Tr- he has tried to leave the black badge behind, um, but says that you know the truth is that black badge has invested a lot in them and he thinks that they're actually going to come back for what's left of dolls and that's why the rest of his friends that have passed before the, all of their graves are unmarked right. um
0: and then in the basement of Shorty's, nicole's walking down the stairs looking for some vodka as she, she says yeah and I'm looking for more vodka. vodka and she sees jeremy and she's like what are you doing down here um you don't have to stay down here alone that you get to he gets to say goodbye to and um jeremy's like what happened down here and nicole's like well doc said some rummies probably broken here but then she makes this weird statement about how the timing uh seems he says the timing seems suspicious and she's like well last halloween i saw over 20 black cats and i swear all of them were wearing bow ties it's so like, was it yeah, supposed was to be really Halloween weird. when this, like she says last Halloween. So was it supposed to be Halloween then?
1: I don't know, but it was, it, it was a weird statement. I didn't even write it down. Cause I was like, I don't even know what the fuck I that know. means. And
0: then Jeremy freaks out because <laughs> he realizes that all of Rosita's rejected serums are gone. And then mm-hmm. we hear a commotion upstairs and it's the revs coming in and they're all hopped up on lizard juice and um, they want the ERP air. And then they're like, screw it. We want everybody big fight breaks out. And cranked up revs versus ERPOT and then um, and company and then they drag Jeremy across the bar and they hit his head on the cash register and it yeah, dings and I then mean. it opens and then Winona shoots a rev and says no sale um, and then she picks up the phone and in the middle of reloading her gun um, apparently it was a Doc and Waverly that she was calling or Doc rather because then we, we jumped to a car with Duck and Waverly in it. And uh, Tuck sees who's calling and he just tosses it to Waverly like, you deal with her. And she's got
1: a little... Didn't you think it was funny, though, that it was a it was a corded rotary dial I phone? I know. Where was her <laughs> cell phone? Was, and it was red. I was like, is this like the bat line? Like the president,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> is
0: she calling to nuke something? Like with this phone. Um, and um, yeah, it was like one ringy dingy. And um, <laughs> So anyway, Waverly gets a little panicky look on her face and she's like, uh, hi. And Winona's was like, yeah, uh, where the hell are you? And why'd you answer Doc's phone? And then Waverly with no filters, like, well, he shoved it at me when he saw that it was you. Um, and then she says that they had to run an errand and Winona's not buying it. She's like in the middle of a wake and Wa- Waverly gets all squeaky voiced and she's like, yeah, we'll, we'll be back in two shakes. <laughs> and then we see, um. One rev is going after hot and says, Hey, officer Firecrotch." And then she's like, Oh, it's demon blown off balls. And then uh, Winona's <laughs> like, well, we got some revs who got into dolls as lizard drugs, but you take your time and then hangs up on them. So that was just like a silly like call.
1: Yeah, it was a silly like, call. We're shooting, um... we're, we're
0: fighting demons, but like, let me call you and get all quippy quippy. I'd have been like, get your ass over here. Like whatever the fuck you're doing right now is not important get back mm-hmm. here we need some backup
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and she's they're actually but waverly and doc are actually over at mercedes's old mm-hmm. house is where they're at so they just kind of sh- we just kind of see that they're there and then we're back at shorty's and winona lets it spill that um they replicated the drugs for dolls so he wouldn't have to depend on Black Badge to live, and that Jeremy is the one who did it. And Quinn knows Jeremy. And he says that he's a Black Badge scientist. What the fuck? What the hell is he doing here? You know, kind of a thing. And Winona says that he's effing with her S and keeping dolls alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking with her shit. Is that what that I'm means? I'm assuming. Why didn't she just say fucking with her shit? Because mm, it's funnier. Is this is what
0: I Just does things weird. I was like, "Effing like, with their s a crossword puzzle." Do <laughs> I have to
1: fill it? The totally. Was. Is this hangman? I, I'm like, I can assume it's fucking with their shit, but why wouldn't she just say? fucking I think with it her takes shit. less anyway. time to actually say "fucking with your shit" than
0: "effing with F-ing
1: your, effing your with s." Ass. <laughs> <laughs> um. But then, so we're at Mercedes's house again, and it turns out that Cataline is Doc's what?
0: wife. Did you <gasps> see that coming? What the
1: no, I didn't. <sighs> no, I didn't. Um, and Doc and Waverly go into the house, and sh- their Catalina is. But she's doing like, "Does her-
0: anyone around here not have a secret wife?"
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. She did say that. <laughs> and she's doing her tarot cards, and Waverly introduces herself, and she's um, pissed that it took something of dolls, that she took something of dolls, and she wants it back. So Contessa is reading her cards and calls her out, saying that she has she lacks long-term vision. And um, Waverly calls her a snoozy-boozy and then tries to flip the table, but really kind of fails um, so she awkwardly just kind of throws the tarot cards on the floor which is really
0: weird. <laughs> it, it, uh, I'm pretty sure I heard or read somewhere that I, I think I heard it in an interview that that was an improv she tried to do. Are you serious? Yeah, she tried to have like this whole tantrum thing and try to like flip the table but it <laughs> it was like a super fucking heavy table so nothing happened. <laughs> And I was, oh, God, okay. She just makes like,
1: sense. was like a toddler and just, like, swiped all the cards off the yeah. table. Okay. Because it was so awkward. I'm like, that was really weird how she couldn't flip the table. And then she was like, ah, and, ah, kind of, and, like, threw the but cards it off the so table. so
0: well for Waverly, right? Like,
1: Yeah, it did. <laughs> and um, so she says she wants the envelope back. Or the next time she's going to bring a steak, meaning like, cause she's a vampire mm-hmm. and you put a steak there. And you didn't um, think she meant like a T-bone? No comment. <laughs> so she, <laughs> she says that she didn't over open the envelope and that she just simply wanted an invitation that Contessa says that she didn't open the envelope and she just wanted the invitation. And Waverly was like, well then you should have just like liked some, some of my selfies and slid into my DMs like a normal person. And then, um, she goes on about how someone they love is dead, but they're all destined to be there. They, they're gonna die there. They have to figure out how to just be there together. Um, Contessa calls her fiery, just like Wyatt. This is after like Winona left Contessa. I mean, after um, Waverly. I mean, left. Waverly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He's in three. He hasn't done that in a long time. Yeah, that's right. I mean. Um, Waverly leaves and Countessa calls her fiery, just like Wyatt. And Doc says that she's not even an herp. And she leaves and he leaves. And then Countessa grabs a tarot card and looks at it and she says she's something all right. Yeah. What do you think that meant? What? I don't know. It, what were
0: you thinking?
1: This is my new obsession is what the fuck is Waverly?
0: Mm-hmm. It's everyone's obsession. Know what it's, yeah. What are your thoughts? Do you have any guesses?
1: I have no idea. I love it. I'm just completely, I have no clue. Because I thought, well, I thought that she was Bobo's child, but we know now that that's not the gig. So now I have no idea. Yep. We're back at Shorty's.
0: And Hot's pouring a beer, and Wynonna comes out of nowhere, sits down, and grabs it. And Hot's like, that's not for you, and neither is this wake. And Winona's like, Oh, we're we gonna do this? You're really gonna do this right now. And Hot's like, Tough love. Yeah, you uh, tough love you back to your senses. Yeah, it feels like about that time. And she goes on to say that they all loved uh, dolls and that Winona doesn't get a monopoly over the grief that they all feel. And then she reaches mm-hmm. out and grabs Winona's hand. Yeah. And Winona's all sad and sorry and actually says sorry. And Hot tells her that um, she doesn't, she says you don't have to be Erp, And I love when she calls her Erp. And um, she knows that she'd rather be angry than what she's currently feeling. Yeah, that's heavy. It is. It was just such a sweet scene. Because like, you know, I noticed such a hard ass. And she's always Mm -hmm. deflecting with humor and sex and drinks. And it's like Hot just kind of grabbed her at this moment and like seized the opportunity to just kind of like bring her down to to earth right right and um winona admits to hot that she told jeremy to pack up his shit and leave and hot's like well then you better go make sure he doesn't and then Mm -hmm. she goes
1: to leave but then she grabs the beer before she does (laughs) yeah she grabs the beer and then she's walking into the black badge headquarters well there in purgatory and um Ona walks in and she hears jeremy screaming and quinn is stapling his legs and he says it's his good stapler so he's kind of pissed about that but um quinn is wanting the drugs and that he also is saying that he doesn't trust jeremy because he is what is left of the black badge and he's blaming jeremy for what he did to dolls and to the rest of them because he was a scientist for black badge right. and um he just sees him as the man and like he's just yeah. as bad as everybody else Right. And Quinn says that he's going to take Jeremy's bootleg drugs and storm the Black Badge headquarters um, because he wants to do right by the people that he hurt. And Winona's like, the people that you hurt. And he says that he's actually the one who would go get dolls when he ran away Mm -hmm. and he'd bring them back. So he's feeling pretty darn guilty about that. So Winona decides to put down her beer and her gun and she starts listing off names and that she lied when she said that she didn't torture herself by the names and that they all have a trail of ghosts. Um, But going to Kamikaze, the the headquarters isn't going to bring them back no matter what they do. Winona talks Quinn into putting down his gun and to spare Jeremy.
0: Yeah. And that moment where she starts naming off like, her victims right
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's just like eva shorty and fish and it's like how many has she had to kill and the weight of all that and if you Mm -hmm. know if she were to physically tally them up like hash marks on a wall they like just really start piling up for her to have like that moment yeah We did like a good like hostage negotiation there
1: it was good. Percent. Yeah. And I think too, it's like you think that, oh well, she's shooting revs, like that's her job, right? Like they're going there it's not like she's shooting humans. Right, but then she has but some still horror. she is. Yeah, you know, and she some of them like Levi, she was getting to know. So right, just bad know. circumstances. Right, exactly. It was so it is affecting her. And you and I think that's it's starting to really Badly. Yeah, starting to wear on her. And then
0: we're at the edge of town, and we see Quinn and Winona waiting for the bus again. And oh, um, so she says, if you want to make things up to her, like if you want to make things up to everybody, uh, you can go find out if there's anything left a Black Badge and destroy the blood contracts that the team had to sign. And then she threatens that if he comes back for any other reason, um, she'll arrange it so that his hand tattoo ends up so far up his ass. I don't know something or other, and then she gives him dolls his dog tags to add to his growing collection of dead friend dog tags.
1: Which was the end. That's it. There's no more after that. Yeah, he's the last dog tag. Quite a collection. Because he needs to be with his friends.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and then though you have to remember that Quinn tells Winona, "Don't let his fire go to waste." Yes. Um So then Winona goes in to see Jeremy at the morgue and she says that um they can't allow dolls' body to become currency and that there's really only one option. There only has been one option mm-hmm. and they haven't cremated, which isn't funny. Um, why. <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> oh, it's sick. They, they have the sickness too now. <laughs> <laughs> um so then you see Winona bringing up his cremations in a um box and they gather around the plot of um but and it's marked which surprised me because it was a after quick what, turnaround time for the when, gravestone. Well, oh my god no that's not one <laughs> You're pulling the thread. They're like, do you know how long it takes to get a gravestone etched? I mean, I did think about that. But the what I was really thinking about was because of what Quinn said about not having the gravestones or grave sites marked.
0: Yeah, but I guess if he's cremated, like nothing's, they're not going to get anything out of it. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um. So she sets the cremains in the gravesite and then each of them um put something into the grave that reminds them of dolls so waverly puts a scarf and hot put his badge and um dolls doc puts some whiskey and jeremy had his coffee cup and then winona puts her necklace over the headstone Mm -hmm. and did the did the headstone say he died with his boots on i don't remember oh because the close captions were in the way and um i swear it said he died with his boots on
2: let but if somebody could clarify, I have that the for video me.
0: right here. Let me just see. Um... Yeah, died, died with his boots on. Okay. Xavier okay. Dallas died with boots on. And that song.
1: Yeah, I like that song a lot.
0: Ugh, Andrea Higgins. So evil, evil woman. It's genius. Yeah, she puts the necklace on and there's hugging and crying. And then Doc shovels the dirt on the grave. Were you crying then?
1: Yeah, I was crying.
0: Was this sadder than the actual death or?
1: No, no, no. But I was crying. And I wasn't expecting to cry because I was like held it all together through the whole thing, knowing full well that this is what's going to happen. Last minute. And then, yeah, I was like, okay, this is sad. (laughs) I know. I'm taking new Prozac so it's harder to cry which really is helping surprising. you get to the episodes great is this what the no. show has done to you oh my gosh no my life in general we won't go into I it, it in podcast, season but... three and then I had to go on Prozac so I was surprised that it cried but I did <laughs> She does anyway. it for the pod, everybody.
0: <laughs> Please buy us a drink so that we can afford Casey's Prozac medications, which she needs to get through the next the
2: rest of the season and pot. all of season
0: four. <laughs> 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 anyway. And we're, we're at the bonfire, and then we have one of those great Herb sister moments, right? Where Waverly and Wynona are drinking by the fire. And Waverly says that they should do this more often, but Winona's like, what are you talking about? It's 20 degrees below zero. (laughs) Um, And Waverly asks if Wynonna's thought about what she wants when she dies and that um, she realized that she doesn't have a spot on the burial plot. And Winona says, neither of us are ending up here. Have you seen the view? Um, And I guess it turns out it overlooks the old high school and Winona doesn't want to be staring at the high school from her grave. And she says that, no, we'll both be buried on the homestead side by side. And then she jokes about, um, you know, and don't ask if Nicole can come too. And then she says, you're my favorite person in the whole wide world, baby girl. Yeah. So sweet. And then um, once we've defeated Bolshar, you're stuck with me forever. And um, then Waverly hands her the note from Dolls. And it turns out it's a picture of the whole group. And uh, Waverly's like, what do you think it means? And Winona says, it means keep fighting, uh, keep going, keep fighting. And then she says, fine, Nicole can be buried with us. And then <laughs> Waverly tells her how Nicole wants to be eaten by vultures and then pooped out again. <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, okay, hardcore. And, um, and then there's also another photo. And it's the photo that dolls had of Wynona from her file. In the beginning,
1: oh, is that where that came from? Yeah, I was wondering, but it looked worn, like he had it in his wallet. Oh, perhaps I wouldn't doubt it. Um,
0: and then Allison from Twitter wants to know. <laughs> she wants to keep it real light again. Um, Bring in the comedy here, Allison. She wants to know where. You and I would like our final resting places to be. Oh, my God. Um, And Allison, it sounds like maybe you're offering to take care of our arrangements for (laughs) us. Um, And it sounds like a legitimate offer. So I'm sure our families would love to, you know, take you up on that. and They wouldn't have (laughs) to deal with it when it happens. Um, But to answer your question, Um, I prefer not to be put on display when I'm dead. And I do not want people staring at my dead body. Or choosing what I'm gonna wear Uh, and I don't want to be put in the ground so I'm gonna go with option B which is cremation (laughs) Uh, and I want people to get drunk like dirty cry 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 over me drunk messy crying (laughs) laughing is required with fun stories um god And instead of shitty Waverly sandwiches, I think I want like sloppy Joe's and potato salad served (laughs) and like a keg of beer. Real classy.
1: That is real classy. And then,
0: um, I don't know, just keep my ashes like in a box in the closet where I have all my dead pets. Remains. (laughs) Oh, thank you for clearing. Yeah, now, like,
1: <laughs> I just like have this Dead growing ass. collection
0: of ashes <laughs> of all my deaths. Uh,
1: I, on the other hand, can talk about other people's death uh all day long. I can work in a funeral home, which I have several of them. I can do out, all of that, but when it comes to my own death, I go into a deep, deep dive into a. Panic attack and I don't want to talk about it. So <laughs> moving that's on. Where <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're at. We're moving on. So then we're back at Mercedes's place. <laughs> and catalina's in front of a fire looking all sexy. And Doc comes in and um she starts talking about how Wyatt was trying to find Doc and spent thousands of dollars, hired trackers, and it actually broke his heart. And that's why Wyatt, that's how Wyatt died which thousands of dollars
0: 130 years ago is like what's that conversion rate like it's 17.5 million
1: <laughs> is it sure mm-hmm. oh I thought you googled it, no, for I sure. didn't get it um and then Catalina heard that he had arisen and he heard she heard the truth mm-hmm. which I'm not sure if that is mm-hmm. and um she knew what she had to do whatever it takes and then they're going to do it. And then Doc says there's one rule. No teeth.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What did she find out the truth about what?
0: I think she just meant like that he that. um
1: He was undead. Yeah.
0: That he couldn't like really die.
1: I see. So she knew that she had to track him down and then they're going to bone. I like think She could eventually <laughs> find him again.
0: Yeah. What do you think her deal is?
1: I don't know. Do, I don't know. What do you think at of her character? I like it. I do, um, but I don't know what her deal is. I don't know if she's sticking around. I think she is because I think you told me the actress's name. Yeah, which I don't Chantel
0: know. Chantel Riley. Um, she's a, they, so they call her Cataline Countessa, and also Kate. She's big nose Kate.
1: She is. Mm-hmm. They didn't say that in this one. Mm, nope.
0: Oops. You're going to find that on the next episode. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I'm getting sloppy
1: in season three. How am I going to make it to four? Normally, I would just let those things slide. But now, girl, I'm calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> they did not call her big nose Kate. Nope. They didn't.
0: <laughs> I made them a seat. This is what happens if I I just let the TV keep going. And I watch like the next two episodes after this. And that's- I wanted to watch, but I didn't. I get confused. Um, yeah. So,
1: do you have questions? To you, like, you no, I think these next episodes are going to be super, super, super interesting and exciting because of everything that's happening with Hot, mm-hmm. especially, and her whole cult of Bolshar stuff, which I'm just, I just don't know about. And then, um, Kataline and Doc doing it. There's
0: so much doing that it, still has it. to happen. It's like ridiculous when I like look back and see like what's still coming. Oh, really? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we're just beginning season three, and we have all of four, but so true, much right. happens. I'm like freaking out. It's like, you were texting me those emojis and I was like, oh my God, girl, it gets crazy. So much is going to happen.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm, I, again, I'll say it again. I'm sad that dolls is gone. I really, really like dolls a lot, mm-hmm. but I'm over it and we're yeah. moving forward. And things like should get a bit lighter for a while oh anyway,
0: because we have this death out of our way. Right
1: right i'm good with a little bit lighter a little bit lighter yeah i
0: mean there's still going to be some demons and stuff and stuff but um do you now have you replaced him as one of your favorite characters do you have a new favorite character like who are you digging currently well jeremy yeah but um you got a little video from jeremy uh side note i found out that okay so there's this thing that they do um, like whiskey and donuts, but somebody, huh? and so sorry, forgot your name, um, does it over in the UK. It's called Tea and Biscuits. Uh-huh. And so they're, they're currently doing uh, one of those shows because season four is airing in the UK. Um, and they just had Varun on, and he oh, mentioned what? that he did a video for Casey. Stop he, it now! He was talking about our our podcast. He didn't know the name. He forgot the name of the podcast. But everyone in the chat group, are you fucking kidding no, me? No, he was like, I just did, um, I just did a video for someone who's watching it for the first time with their friend and is doing a podcast. And then um, everyone in the comments was like, Oh, why not? Shut up! Not even lying. How fun is that? I do you have that video? It's so fun
1: oh god that was great there's another con coming
0: up so who knows maybe you'll get some more fun videos
1: so oh i have questions about that after we're done recording but um let's see my favorite i'm very intrigued by Mm cataline i am very much so but i also just really i mean of course i love waverly of course i love winona of course i love hot you know what i mean but as far as like those those extra interests i like cataline right now
0: yeah and she's got that whole fun, like, tarot card element. and
1: Yeah. And plus she seems just like, you know, how I, I keep going back in my head to that part where she's like, well, can I meet your friends? Like, uh, you know, like this a little bit extra. Right. Too. And we don't
0: know, like, if we like her or if we don't yet. Like, yeah, she's right, sassy. Exactly. Like, she know. stole Waverly's purse. Like, who does that? And then she did right. it just to get the art. Like, she didn't seem to have a bad intention. She
1: just wanted their attention. No, okay, but this is a weird thing about it, is that um, she wants Doc to say her name, and then she wanted to be invited. Like, what is the whole, is there something about that, about her being a vampire? I don't know, maybe
0: that's a vampire thing, because remember when that one vampire was at the line, and she was like, aren't you going to ask us? Like, it was almost like Nedley had to invite them over the line
1: yeah exactly that's what i'm that's what i mean it's like just this like weird is she trying to get in in somehow so that she can hurt them yeah i don't know I don't, yeah i'm not positive i don't know and maybe that's why he only calls her countessa yeah it's a lot of names i don't know hmm. we'll see, we'll
0: see so what happens
1: I'm interested in the scene. yeah i'm interested into i'm interested in finding out what the character develops into so
0: we have a voicemail um from jen who's in our chat group mm-hmm. and i i have to admit i just let it sit in the thing and then i was waiting and then i was loading it for the podcast and i listened to it for like two seconds and it was so delightful i stopped because i wanted to be surprised the rest of the way oh good you ready
2: <laughs> okay
0: okay you... <laughs> Let me know if you
2: can hear it. Well, hello to you, Anne and Casey, my favourite podcasting lovelies. My name is Jen, oh! and I'm an ERPA, and now a proud Red Mint from the UK. I've been listening since the beginning of the year, when I may or may not have been lured in by a hot cop on your show. We've all been there, right? Anyway, I'm glad that I found you, as this is not your bog-standard podcast, it is comedy gold. I'm here and I stay because each week is a joy. I'm leaving you a message for two reasons. One, because it seems that you like the British Google lady. and I thought I could bring (laughs) some light to your day with my not quite so smooth accent. And two, to tell you how much I love your podcast. You guys bring so much fun and laughter into my life each week. I've watched the show a lot, but your podcast gives me the chance to relive each glorious episode through your eyes, Casey. It's like watching with friends, and I always pick up on something new that I've not seen before. I love both your takes on plots and characters, and I bloody love that you pull the thread, because we've all wanted to do that, and it seems to unravel really quickly with you two. I can't wait for the next time you drink tequila while recording, sing me more 80s electronic pop, and create a section for ASMR. Pretty please? Your cheeky comments and the banter you have with each other is what I like most. I laugh so hard with you, and sometimes at you. I look forward to the next (laughs) instalments, as the rest of season 3 and 4 are a crazy ride. Thank you for listening to my fangirl message. I hope that maybe one day in the future our paths will cross. Bid you farewell, my friends, and in the words of British Waverly, doodles. Jen. We listened to that. I love you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Literally, let's listen to it 150 more times.
0: I had to stop because I was like, this is the most delightful thing I have ever heard in my life. I uh A. That
1: was amazing. I
0: love British accents. Yeah. Two. I love Jen. And um yeah. she's gonna be my new podcast host. I'm sorry, Casey. Huh? But she's delightful. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like kind of subpar now.
1: jerk face. Can God Jen just like
0: read stuff for me all day.
1: Yeah, she could. Totally. That was that was very kind. Jen, Thank you, Jen. you're
0: good at reading and uh, well, I guess you weren't reading, you were just talking. But I just want to read. Yeah, I you just want you to like for read. Us. Like I have to do my taxes next week. If you could just <laughs> read all the categories to me, maybe it would make it less painful. That would be nice.
1: Well, that was so nice. Oh, that was so nice. Right. Bart.
0: That was the best. Um, if you would like us to think you're the best, you could also leave us a voicemail by going to whynot.com. There's a little, uh, well, if Jen could figure it out, you could figure it out. Not that I'm saying <laughs> Jen is as bright as a bulb, uh, but you can leave us a message there and we'd love to play it on air. Uh, or you can find us on Twitter at whynotp.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and uh, yeah, if you want to le- uh, buy us a coffee so that we can pay for cases Prozac, I mean... That's, that's <laughs> my <wrong>. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, until next time. Bye. Bye. How delightful was Jen.
1: That was adorable. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, seriously. That
0: was like the best seriously. voicemail I've ever heard.